0: Hey, Devil fans, you're tuned in to the Uncle Pucker New Jersey Devil Podcast, and here are your hosts, Chris Cole and Dan Martin. And there you go. How you guys doing? Welcome to the Uncle Pucker New Jersey Devil Podcast. I'm Chris Cole, my friend Dan Martin, and we're doing things a little bit different tonight, so if the sound is off or... Uh, the video is completely crazy when you finally catch up to that. If it's ever posted, we apologize in advance. So what's up, Dan?
1: What's up? This is a, uh, a you know, kind of a technical test to see if we can work out some bugs. So like you said, there's probably going to be problems. I could tell already, like, my audio is way louder than yours. So I apologize to everybody for that. We're working on it. We'll see what we can edit. Uh, but, you know, we're learning as we go, we're trying to... For the first time, do this show remotely, um, yeah. because we heard there's a new pandemic coming, so we want to be ready, and already no more live my, shows.
0: I'm already in my bunker. Yeah, and tell. frankly,
1: you, you, I could catch something just being around you on a good day, let alone a pandemic happens. You know, happened
0: once. Yeah, right. Yeah, but you know,
1: yeah, I didn't know you can get herpes of the ears, but that's what right. happened to me. So, but anyway, so we're working happen. on this and seeing uh, what we can do. Uh, this would be pretty cool, though, because we'd have some guests we'd like to bring on. And yeah, in the future, maybe have a video component. That's kind of fun. Um, have to guess start wearing clothes, I guess, you know?
0: Well, at least tops.
1: Yeah, right. Exactly. All right, the so...
0: Our, um... Completely yours choice. So...
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, let's... Uh, you want to talk a little bit about last night? Yeah, uh, uh,
1: so... At- Devils, uh five four win over the Canucks. Uh maintaining some dominance over the Canucks recent dominance. A
0: little, little bit troubling though. Yeah. A L- little bit a little bit troubling on that one. That uh I was uh yeah, I was uh, you know, that that just that game defensively was horrible.
1: Yeah, it looks like uh, you know, um they were really looking for a way to lose that game. The way they uh also let, you know, Vancouver tie it in the third. Uh, you know not not very tight that way and uh you know it takes an overtime winner which they like to do it's very dramatic and their overtime stats are pretty impressive but
0: yeah the playoffs aren't four on four or three on three rather uh, yeah. that's that's the thing that's a little troubling right you know they, they have to start cleaning up these things because they' really you know 30 games is gonna go by pretty quick right and uh, before you know it you're making these mistakes around the you know really good team in your conference it's going to be over quick man they have to figure these things out
1: yeah i mean it's better to win in overtime than not win in overtime for sure uh right. but you're right the overtime in playoffs is totally different animal four and four and don't forget this if when you have the lead and you give it up and you give up in overtime you lose all the momentum in that playoff game and so you go into like a 20 minute period where the, you know you have to try to get the momentum back and some of those games are like marathon two three you know overtimes right. we love them as fans but that you know that's not ideally how you want to win series cuz you pay a price physically your team yeah. gets run down you go through one round of playoffs and you've played essentially one and a half playoff rounds and now you got to get ready for the next team if you're so lucky to win it's it's not ideal to be you know walking into overtime for no reason
0: no and you know yeah it definitely was uh, you know the second period uh, Vancouver fell asleep for a couple of minutes. And mm-hmm. before you know it, you know, two from Hughes, two from Pilat, uh, which was great seeing Pilat score again. But again, I, I just, I, maybe I'm just looking at this win last night as just a, to me, it was a complete and total, you know, it, it's a, it's a Puric victory in the sense that you kind of see these flaws on this team. Right. And it's like, man, if they seriously, this is Vancouver. Like I get it. They're, Playing with some new life under Rick Tockett, and they want to prove themselves and have a job next year and all that stuff. I get that, but there's still the Vancouver Canucks, right? And yeah, that was just something that I felt okay when they when they went up four to one. I thought felt really good. I'm thinking this is this is how these guys should be playing against this team, right? You know, maybe they're going to get a couple more. Maybe this is going to be a six two six three night. We haven't seen that in a while with this team. So you know, I was thinking, okay, this is this is just the game that you you dial up for for that kind of performance, and then the defensive lapses throughout the entirety of the game, and you know they were lucky to get into overtime. They were yes. lucky that Vanacek was there to get them to overtime. Yeah. Um, but you know, this team has really ha- has to if they want to compete with the likes of the Boston's and you know, Carolinas and the usual suspects, they got to clean this shit up. And I don't know if a a trade might be in order. Uh, You know, I'm sure that, you know, Tom Fitzgerald and the the rest of the team sees, you know, what we see. Uh, So, you know, hopefully something is in the works to maybe remedy that.
1: Right. And, And you're thinking it's with some, you know, players, it's, it's almost like almost irrelevant who you get for them. Other places you really want to fill with a skilled player, But you're looking to move some players, just like addition by subtraction, just get them out of there. And others, uh, you know, you'd like a shot at some of the the high-skilled guys that are going to be dealt in less than a month. And, um, you know, you don't know who you're going to get. I haven't heard too much talk other than Meyer uh, surrounding who the Devils are really going after. I don't know if you've picked up anything new. I saw nothing new on that front
0: been not I haven't seen another name attached to the Devils other than Timo Meyer there was a little bit of buzz with Patrick Kane in the beginning of the year yeah that's going
1: back Um, and I don't even know where we're at with that you know if anybody else has a better line on him I haven't heard any news regarding him
0: well well Chicago uh, you know shortly after all the rumors started about him and Taves and then Chicago basically put a presser out saying that Kane and Taves want to stay with Chicago for the rest of this year. Hmm. And that's the intentions. And then maybe about a week and a half ago, you started hearing these rumors coming up again about Taves and Kane
1: being on the block. Maybe it's your so, new statement that said, just kidding, yeah. to follow up that. Yeah, exactly,
0: exactly. However, Remember, if the price is right... Ex- exactly. And then I'm sure these guys had something to do with it, too. Yeah. I'm sure they are you know, looking maybe you know, a few months ago. Yeah, they're not looking to go somewhere. But now... You know, they can maybe have their eye on a couple of teams and think, wow, I could probably help a team and, you know, this team here. You know, can you imagine Carolina getting a, a a Patrick Kane or or the Rangers getting a Jonathan Taves? It'd be a really, right. you know, Devils would have to do something big.
1: Right. The, you know, the only team I feel like who doesn't have a lot to gain at this trade deadline is Boston. Boston. <laughs> what are they going to do? They, they got oh. every position's just, you know, everything's firing on all cylinders. I don't think they can improve that team with what's out no. there this year. And, uh, you know, everybody else, though, they could move themselves that much closer to taking Boston down. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like you said, Rangers pull off a big one. That could be huge for them, make them a real playoff team. Um, uh, okay. And Carolina, oh, yeah. you know, they're they're in a position just as much as the Devils to take down Boston. That could put them over the edge with the Devils big time.
0: Well, did you see any of the Rangers-Calgary game from last night? I did not. Alright, and any devil fan that tells you they want to play the Rangers in the first round of the playoffs yeah. needs to watch that game. Yeah. Because you don't want to play them in the first round of the playoffs. They look
1: pretty good, huh? They're really starting Not to a, gel.
0: You know what was the most impressive thing about them last night to me? They played with a a lot of heart. I mean, they were they they fought any time, you know, they were hitting and I mean good clean hits. Right. Putting a big Calgary team on their ass a lot of the game.
1: Yeah, that's impressive.
0: Then all, yeah, and pulling out you know an, another five four win, same score as the Devil game last night in right. overtime. Um, you know against a Calgary team that was definitely game last night, but you know what, the Rangers had a lot of fight in them last night,
1: and that might be and, something where they get the edge over the Devils in a matchup that, that you know I don't think it's going to be skill. I don't even think it's going to be goaltending because I think vtech is just that good, Where Shosturkin's amazing, but he'll play with them. I think, you know, you worry about the grit factor, right?
0: Yeah, and and when you saw it, you know, and a lot of that was said about the Rangers last year. When right. they were when they were kind of in the position the Devils are this year, you know, maybe a year or two ahead of schedule and making a run, uh, you know, for a really young team, first run into the playoffs. right. You know, Devils are are going into that this year. The Rangers did that last year. They right. they hold a like very important advantage yes. over the Devils. That ex- an experience, that. that experience is huge, and that's yeah. why I, I think a first round series against them would be the most dangerous because they would feel against the Devils that they have to win. Yeah, you know they 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 would. This this they've been there before. This is a young Devil. No team. other opponent will get
1: them up for the first round like the Devils will.
0: Exactly. And uh, I think, you know, if you're a Devil fan, I know me, I'm looking at it, and I'm thinking, you know, I don't really – there's no good draw anyway. There, there isn't. You know? But you know what? So you like, would
1: like to get that first-round win. So whatever team is that has the slightest bit of edge to give you that first-round win, that that first-round win is going to be huge. It, that's going to be such a confidence builder and a, a experience that the Devils need – for future years, let alone this yes. year, of course, obviously. So, like, y- yeah, you don't want to draw a hot, you know, team with some experience and the drive to keep going. But you're right. Who do you? Who do you really want? Who do you, you want?
0: Don't, you don't want. No, you don't want any of them. No, they're uh, all you know, they're any- all
1: good teams this year. I mean, yeah, East is I- crazy.
0: And I mean, maybe Toronto, just because they, you know, they can't get out of the first round. So, you know, right. I think it's I think it's illegal in Canada now. They just they, they it's not allowed.
1: So that might be not, our best bet.
0: Yeah. So I think I think Toronto might be it because you definitely you know they're if they play the Devils, I think that they can they can win. The only way that Toronto beats the Devils in the first round is if the refs have a lot to do with it. Right. That's
1: all I'm saying. <laughs> Take us back to that uh, streak ending game. With the Toronto and uh, with the Toronto refs as well, and two goals, two or three yeah, goals disallowed. Donald,
0: you didn't just have the Maple Leafs uh, yeah. uh, against you. You didn't just have the refs against you. You Had the the Canadian dairy farmers yes. of of Canada. It, <laughs> so I guess the dairy farmers of Canada, yep. not the Canadian dairy farmers. Would be kind of redundant.
1: Canada. Yeah, it would. I mean, it'd be even weirder if it was American dairy farmers of Canada.
0: They almost said that. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, And you had them against us. So there was no winning. There was no winning.
1: Yep. Uh, Uh, In fact, I think I got a picture of one of those dairy farmers, but I'll get that back to you in a second. So you were saying. (laughs)
0: Looking forward to it. Um, So, no, there's no team that you want to face in the first round. Uh, Every team in the East is just ridiculously good. But the Devils. Have the ability to hang with every one of them. The problem when you watch them defensively, that just scares the crap out of me because you don't want to have to be, you know, having to throw four or five up every night in a playoff series. You know, I mean, you're going to want to be able to win these close games, right? Uh, hopefully, you know, I I think a trade would go a long way for, I mean, the Devils to get a nice big winger to play with Jack Hughes and maybe a good solid stay-at-home defenseman, a big dude who can take the body, maybe that is what this team needs. I would say those would be what's going on.
1: Oh, I just want to show you that picture of the Canadian milkman. There he is.
0: I don't see him.
1: You don't see that on your screen? No. No, right. I
0: see two pictures of me.
1: Oh. Well, I'm trying to present my screen video. here. You know, we're also doing a Google Meet, so, you know, the audio uh, listeners, which is really going to be Everybody um right. that's weird uh you so you can't see my screen huh you just see Not like if your two.
0: screen isn't a picture of me making a stupid face
1: darn you so you don't see it all right well this is from the famous mr show and it's uh bob odenkirk as the milk machine i don't know if you remember seeing that one do you
0: i've seen every episode but i don't remember that one before.
1: well this was a musical with jack black singing you know, remember that he's the milk machine Instead, oh. oh, it's great. You know what we're going to do is we're going to play a clip of it at one point in the future when we get the video going too. And this way, if we ever get the video going for the listeners, that'll be pretty cool. Uh, yeah, but anyway, moving on from the failed audio, uh, visual part of the show. Uh, yeah, what you got from there. So we, we don't want to draw anyone in the first round of the playoffs. We'd like to get a bye. That's not going to happen in the NHL, but, uh, you know, that's a dream.
0: But you know the other thing that is I find concerning about this team is seriously the lack of secondary scoring. We gotta really wake yeah. up when it. I mean, it can't just be Jack Hughes and everybody else, right? Um, you know, and those every up. I mean, it was, last night it was Pilat, You know, I mean, he sure will give you one or two, and then you know Hamilton will chip in. Right. But it can't just be Jack Hughes. You know, it's it the scoring has got to. Really start waking up, especially from guys like Dawson Mercer, uh, Igor Sharangovich Who, again, I mean, yeah. I, I don't want to keep on bringing up trade talks and everything, but he is a dude that if you're going to go after Timo Meyer, is probably going to end up being a casualty of that, right? Um, and you know what? The way he's playing right now, I'm totally okay with that. And this guy has been in, in you know, witness protection all year.
1: I know uh, he had a couple great glimpses one or two in the last, like, four or five games where he really thought he was coming on. It was like when it was back-to-back games, he was playing okay. But, um, yep. you know, yeah, largely a, a disappointing season. Um, you know, the Hall of Thing hasn't worked. I, I don't see him moving them him this year. I think they want no, to keep him for the experience it. factor, but I kind of almost, like, laugh at that experience factor when you haven't scored all year. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's time and to be a leader. It's hard to be a leader when you haven't scored at all and been like particularly snake bitten so it, yeah well
0: what it is is it's it's snake bitten when it's the beginning of the year you know when it's yeah. when it's two-thirds through the season it's not snake bitten anymore now you're just having a really really bad year that snake bite and, killed you, you know, you're dead yeah you're dead <laughs> uh you know and it's it's and now it's the little things that are kind of suffering now like it seems like he's he's degre- he's you know devolving here and into, like, you know, his face-offs are nowhere near what they were, right. you know. And, and he's taking way too many stupid penalties.
1: That's the and, other thing, you know, too. He's like losing Hoban his like, shit
0: out there. It's like, dude, you know, yeah, this team got you in here to be a really solid third-line center. Just get your shit together because you still got some time that you can do that. But, you know, he really, his play has been, especially this last, I'll say, three weeks, it's just yeah. been god-awful.
1: Yep. But you know you do need more from that last line too. They played pretty well. They played pretty strong. Uh, I would love to see them go on a tear because when that line was hot, uh, on the fourth line was hot. It, I mean, what a difference that was in games. You yeah. didn't. The coaches didn't know who to, you know, who to cover with their checking line because everybody was scoring, and yeah. they need that balance. I'm not expecting the winning streak anymore. But the balanced scoring is basically gone, you know, and, and it's 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 hurting, and they need more balanced scoring.
0: Yeah, did you imagine this team if, uh, you know, Jack Hughes goes down with an injury?
1: Yeah, it's over. Yeah. You know, it's funny because you were talking about the uh, MVP and, you know, whether he should be in a conversation and this and that. I think at, at a daily basis I'm starting to move over, like, to the camp of, well, yeah, maybe. And that's not a good thing because it tells you the balance of the scoring is getting worse and worse and worse. And if it doesn't turn around and start spreading it out and making the team a little bit more of a a threat on lines, you know, two through four, uh, more th- I guess, you know, one, three, four, however we to count them, right. not Hughes, right? If we got to just, you know, worry about checking Hughes and the rare, you know, uh, pitch in from like, you know, I wouldn't say rare, but like, you know, it's a big drop off in scoring, even to Heischer, who's been awesome. Right. He's been awesome, but it's a pretty big drop off, and it, I mean, nobody's going to get here's numbers. Um, uh, sorry, Hughes's numbers, but you got to like have the rest of them be up there in the twenties and thirties, and well, you're you not know, there.
0: It, well, it also does. It does say a lot of Hughes' season. I mean, when yeah. you have, if you would have asked us, you know, uh, hey. Jack, I mean uh, Jesper Bratt. At you know this point in the season, is going to be a twenty goal scorer. We we take it. We'd say, okay, that's great. And then you know if somebody was to say, but Jack Hughes would have fifteen more goals than him. Right. You know, you'd be like, wait a second here. You know, no, that no way is Jack Hughes he scoring thirty five goals. You know, and he is. And these guys are. You know, the scoring not only is that out of whack that he's just having such a, a monster season, but when you see guys. Have monster seasons like that. A lot of times they bring some dudes along with them. Yeah. He hasn't even been playing with solid, you know, line mates all year. No, it keeps on changing. Nope. Like, yep. I mean, Leon Drysaddle is a ridiculous hockey player, but he's nowhere near the yeah. numbers because he plays next to Connor McDavid. You take away McDavid,
1: and, and he's he's not going to score like that. It's right. just you know. And
0: I will go as far as saying that if Jack Hughes went down for two weeks, this team would miss the playoffs. Right. You right. know, that's how bad I think our drop off would
1: be. You're absolutely right. Uh, and he has no, uh, you know, yeah, no dry uh, yeah. sidle equivalent on this team. There is the, you know, and it's good that he could play with a lot of different guys and produce. That's great and all, but we need them to be producers too. Um, right. You think know, of the
0: season he'd have if he had played with, let's say, a guy like, you know, even the line he's with now. Let's just say that if, if you never broke up, uh, Sharon Govich, Zetterlin, and Hughes this year, from day one they've been playing together. Uh no way are we even talking about Sharon Govich on a trading block. And uh, you know, we, we would think that uh, you know, I'm sure these numbers for everybody on this line would be awesome.
1: Okay. You know, so the look, guys, I'm just saying. You bring up a very Jack good Hughes, point, but is that accurate? Because if you're the coaching staff, they'll say no. I the only way I could keep Hughes. Producing like that is to put guys with them who can consistently finish. I don't have that. When these guys stop producing and they're hurting his production as well as the whole line's production, I'm changing them out. That's probably like their defense if they're in, you know, on trial. Which here. is a
0: very good defense. Yes, I mean, that's I that's that.
1: what their logic is. Right. Where is the truth though? Do they have a little bit of a of a, a fair story there, or do you think, think that, that no, that's BS? They should have kept them together.
0: I think Jack Hughes playing with i think jack hughes is good enough that if you put a quality hockey player next to him that that you know that he's just going to do nothing more than make that person a a better hockey
1: player so you're saying why change him why change him
0: yeah i'm just saying that like they were trying to find this uh you know genie in a bottle of somebody next to him to try to find a yogurt for his lemieux yeah exactly and you never gave it a chance like you know and and you know, and if they go out and get a guy like Timo Meyer, I mean, that's the thing that just intrigues me the most because you know he would where he would be playing. I know. And do you do you, know, do you and- think
1: sometimes though the Devils suffer from the fact that they had like we're telling you right, we're telling everybody right now we're worried there's not enough balanced scoring, but the truth is you know what we also say about this team, they've got depth, right? So my point is maybe they're the victim of that depth where yeah the next guy down from Hughes is pretty far away. But they're all right on top of each other. So why not try for that magic combination when nobody separates himself from his teammate as being, you know, Hughes' dry side? I no, mean,
0: that's a good point, too. I don't know. You know, I think that, you know, I, I also, I think that, you know, you, you it sucks that you can't split up the Heisher and Hughes line it's because I think those two playing together, you see it on the power play. Every once in a while, they'll just click, and it's like, wow, I wish those two can play together every game. Yeah. But, you know, you're right, though. There really hasn't been anybody to step up and say, I'm going to take that. You know, I want to be that guy. And you're kind of right about that, you know. And uh, the first two lines especially, I mean, at least now with blockback, it looks like that first line is settled in. And even, th- even this, you know, this is probably the longest we've gone, what, three games without changing the lines? Right. So, you know, hopefully – it'll maybe stay that way but i mean Uh, wild speculation
1: wild speculation though real quick reckless reckless Reckless. speculation (laughs) um how much of this do you think is hughes and his personality he's a kid he's a little bit of hot shot he's a little bit Mm. does he know that does he believe and care to have one guy that he feels like me and this guy click or is he like dude None of these guys are on my level anyway, so just mix up give me the best one you got tonight, coach. <laughs> you think he's part of that in some way? I'm not trying to say he's a prima donna anyway. I'm kind of exaggerating for the sake of just saying, "Hey, maybe a little bit is like kind well, of Hughes. Like Lemieux wanted his Yager, you know? Well, I'll Get tell you the something. Ex- ex- impression that McDavid wants his dryside." Does Hughes want a number 2?
0: I- I'll tell you something. I I find that in Life being an old man, that you know, and hear me out here. Is this a you, wise you know, words
1: it, of the old man? Kind of is. Oh, it cool. It is. I'm getting fucking deep, dude. All right. So you know, don't you piss get, in the wind, right?
0: You, hey, look, man. In life, you you have to learn things the hard way. And if you think a certain way, and when you get older in certain situations, you might turn around and say, "Hey, I was really foolish to think that way." Jack Hughes might very well think the original way that you were saying that. I'm just that much better that just give me the best guy you got but when he gets that guy and sees the the payoff and how great of a hockey player he could be playing with a dude that is you know right up there with him right. i think then his mindset will turn around and so I think maybe if, he's know- thinking
1: he, he really so you're basically saying that he's probably doing that and he is right in other words he hasn't got a guy who's really just risen to that level of like You know, there's no dry side on this team. There's no, there's nobody.
0: And if you take a guy like Meyer, let's say Meyer and put him on that line, you know, is Jack Hughes going to turn around and be like, holy shit, my career is about to fucking go to another level. Right. You know, playing with this dude. And, uh, you know, that's what you hope. And you hope you, you know You hope you can get these guys. And if it really does click and it can be as special as I think it can be. Uh, You know, hopefully you can watch it for many years because Mm -hmm. this is that can be a line that can stay together for, you know, a few years. And maybe this team's got a couple deep playoff runs in them and, you know, see where it goes. Uh, I just think it's, you know, you're the the depth is there when, you know, for some reason just some of these guys have just been not up to where they were. When we were talking about how deep this team was, they were scoring all four lines. Everybody was contributing. You know what's different, Nobody too? took a night off.
1: No, that's true. There was a much more spread-wide out, depth on the team being displayed. Uh, you're absolutely right. But also, when you know, when I think about Hughes, we're comparing him like, hey, he doesn't have a Joggers-Lemieux. He doesn't have a sidle to his McDavid. But you know what? He kind of reminds me of his play a little bit more like Gretzky. And he didn't always have a number two. He had different guys at different times who picked up a lot on the scoring, and they were definitely a little bit more steady, but they did not complement each other in the skill department in the way that these other groupings do. These other I would pairs.
0: say that maybe Yari Curry would be the closest to right. that would, when it comes to Gretzky. Which
1: was not Gretzky's entire career either, you know? No,
0: no. It was just early on. Right. Early and, and he
1: was also known to have a McSor. You know, like, it, it just...
0: Always had a big guy to yeah. watch his ass. Exactly. Know?
1: And he plays different, too. He didn't have that power forward McDavid going to, you know, you know no, power through. No. and I, He'll use he, his shoulder to get in if he can't get a clear lane, too. Like, Hughes is kind of like that. In a way, yeah,
0: Well, they're both—they're both small. Yeah. You know, when it comes to that, that's how they have to play, right? You know, they can't just go and you know, you watch it. You know, Jack Hughes got stood up by two guys yesterday. Made a beautiful move getting into his zone. No, McDavid probably goes through them, or those dudes are probably not getting in front of McDavid,
1: right? Uh, or like you know, the Kachucks, and, right? Did you notice that in the All-Star game? They basically just it, took it, him down. I know it was kind of a it, joke, but still, it was like, yeah, that's the difference yeah, between a Kachuk. And Hughes, they're different kinds of players. Um, And, you know, the pairing for who he gets to really take off with, you're right. You can't look at a style of great player that he isn't, you know? And I wonder, like, who fits him better? Is it that, you know, grittier guy or is it another skill guy where they're just like ninjas out there? I don't even know.
0: I think it would – I think a lot of it would also depend on, you know – I think when you look at it, like a Timo Meyer, it's you know that's both. You know he yeah, has he, that's the ideal, both.
1: right? Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. So who do you, who does he have on the other side? You know, do we have another wizard that you can put up there? You know, or, or somebody that? I mean, think. I about, feel like it's an it's, older
1: player too to, to like cash in on the creativity that he does. Who has seen situations like so many times? He's like head of the play. Like the other guys, oh they don't know what he's doing. Not yeah. only does the other team not know what he's going to do, our guys aren't there. They need somebody who plays with him, who can read him, and maybe that's a but more. Did you notice guy. who
0: kind of read him last night? Where uh, both his goals came from, Palat.
1: Yeah, like right. he
0: was like he right. kind of. That's the kind of veteran that you, the veteran savvy that knows what Jack's going to do. Maybe that's the magic formula knows. for
1: the last third of the season. You see him and Palat take off. You know, that'd, that'd be, be kind of cool. To
0: watch, yeah, yeah. It would. Yeah. You know, so I mean, Palat can be that guy, right? I, I mean, he can be that guy for a couple of years. Uh, but they have hell bent on putting Pilat up there with with right. That has not changed. There is no signs uh, forecasting that that's gonna change at all. So mm-hmm. they love that that pairing. And now with Brad up there, you know, I do kind of hope that it should. I would expect, I should say, that it should start popping a little bit over there. Right. Uh, with that line, um, the third line right now does absolutely nothing for me. You know, a Hala yeah. Tatar and who else was on it. Uh, Mercer. well, yeah, Mercer, Mercer, Mercer. yeah, but you stick in Mercer on that line. I just, you know, what do you expect them to do? And he and got, got broken, broken up from the fourth night. line
1: where he was doing better,
0: right? That line was looking good with him on it, yeah, you know, and then they even, you know, the fourth line okay. better
1: than it's looked since the streak fell apart, really, right? I thought it was yeah. the best that you know, since he since they've been back together, I agree, with Bastion.
0: Yeah. And and the fourth line, you know, keep them together. They're gonna do. They're gonna get their stuff together. You know, they just need right. something in there just to kind of set it off. I don't know what it is, uh, you know, uh, but they they don't have this. They're not playing with the same intensity that they were playing early on.
1: Right. So
0: you know, maybe it's just the you know wearing up, you know, wearing out on your eighty-two game season, and you know you're just kind of yeah. waiting to get to the playoffs, kind of thing. And sure. yeah, That can set in. I
1: don't mind a lull um, in. uh February or March, if it means that it's, that's just all it's contained to, right? Yeah, we can't. How, how do you know? We got a long way to go before we get to playoffs. Yeah. Long way. Yeah, but um, you know, it's going to go by quicker than you think, as well.
0: Yeah, and I, I do think though that that I just don't see that third line ever. You know, that cannot be anything that that uh, Lindy Ruff wants to put out there every night. Like yeah. something's got to change on that line, right?
1: I I think so. We can't cross our fingers that Tatar breaks out and has an amazing, right? You know what?
0: You got got a guy. You got you know two thirds of your line are are veteran guys that have really not contributed much at all, Um, especially Arakala. Tatar not at all last year. Slightly better early on this year, and he's been invisible again. Right? You know, and then poor Dawson Mercer, who just can't seem to get either enough ice time or get put on a steady line right. to kind of get anything going, um, who I think is a guy who's, because of that, it definitely is hurting him. Because if he was getting that regular playing time, he would be putting up the numbers. I mean, he's got yeah. every intangible to take the take his game to the next level for a guy who's only been in the league for two
1: years. You know, in the world of stats we have now, I, I would love to stat that I've never seen before, which is like um, how often a coach... Juggles lines without medical, like when you adjust for you know p- players being out. Because you know, like I feel like Ruff juggles a you lot think, more than other coaches.
0: You think Ruff has OCD when it
1: comes to the line? Yeah, like what's a, a co- <laughs> You know a uh, you know coaching line juggling OCD uh, scale, right. and where is Ruff on that? I feel like he's he's hitting that boggle button constantly, yeah, and just- uh, yeah. Uh, he's he's always trying to find that, that combination, which I don't know, man. I, I guess it's time to try it out, but here we are in the second half and it looks like we're now uh, we tried out every fucking possible combination but we don't have as a history um, of time together that they could build on, you know? Right. So maybe that was a little How too you, much, you know?
0: Is- does he now go back into his office and put every line combination that he ever put together up on a board and put all their stats up there and see which ones gave him the best production and keep those lines together for the
1: rest of the season. Do you think it, he's it the, the data mining kind of guy? Madness. There's yeah. <laughs>
0: not that much madness. It was a, yeah, I, that kind of madness. He
1: doesn't seem like he, the kind of guys like delving into the uh, data. And you know, I don't, not. I don't think he's doing that. I feel like he's like, I'm going with my gut, and I know it's right, and this and that, but I just wonder if he's ever aware, like, I've been juggling these lines a lot, or, you know, maybe (laughs) I'm off. Maybe this happens more than – it's not happening as much with rough as it feels like it is to me because I I haven't been scientific with discounting this shit. I don't know.
0: Yeah, but do you think if it was something normal that it would be something – you know, that like we've never had this conversation of past teams ever. I know. You know, like, why are we noticing it now, we Are we just getting yeah. old and crotchety and everything pisses us off? Is that it? They're like, changing I, I mean, my lines. <laughs>
1: exactly. You know, yeah. I mean, is maybe, that what's happened here? Maybe. Uh, you know, also, he might say, like, yeah, I'm changing them a lot, and that's why we have a winning record. You don't know, understand what I'm doing. I see these guys, and before they start playing, like, complete garbage, you know, I give them reason to think twice because they're that fucking – like add lazy and like falling into bad habits like maybe he's right maybe he's the crazy lion tamer that we're not giving him credit for uh i don't know i really these are just questions because i honestly go back and forth on it
0: well how do we get the answer
1: um data we need more data you know of this world i can't believe how many stats there are available for hockey anymore but i've never seen this one
0: well you, I'm sure you could start a website for it
1: yeah I mean do you see those graphs where you could see people. each player like where they shoot on the ice and stuff
0: oh it's insane it
1: is so crazy it, like all yeah, the data is tracked it's hard, sometimes hard to access it but doesn't, everything is tracked it
0: doesn't do anything for me though I, it, do, it doesn't interest me it makes me anyway. angry at
1: the television when they bring up the most <laughs> useless fucking thing like oh Yo, you know he's a, he shoots on this over here and he's got a 21% chance it's like shut the fuck up we just yeah. want to watch the game yeah you get an idea where this guy likes to play but I don't want the graph of like oh you know you see right here he's in the parabellum of the of the you know like fuck you I don't need that it's too much it's too much data you know I feel like this is now a sport for accountants and shit you know what is that that's me just uh, tapping my frustration out you know I uh, I got lots of things here this Conan O'Brien that's a cool Conan yeah it's a Conan bobblehead there he is <laughs> and there's all kinds of shit over here.
0: Yeah, I got nothing.
1: Yeah, I got nothing. Oh yeah, maybe. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll just bring out more stuff little by little here. This a, is some kind of Victorian elf creature. Oh, all right. What's that? This is a. Uh, I think this is Legolas from uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh, sure is. Yep. This was This was, uh, this was one the of the kids' um, COVID learning stations. So they had all their favorite things here. That is Obi Wan Kenobi. Obi Wan, yeah, absolutely. There he is, head headstand. It's
0: awesome that we got Ewan McGregor on the podcast.
1: Yeah, it's you know it's a big get for some people. For us, it's just another day, right? Ewan McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> I say the devils in seven. All right, we're not there yet. <laughs> Ewan, relax. All right. Yeah. So yeah, that's what we can do now in video. It's going to be great when we ever get there because endless <laughs> amount of junk so- over here.
0: I gotta decorate. Um, so got a dartboard. Play darts over there. I saw that. Yeah, and, you know, darts, bag.
1: devil darts. We'll see if they're gonna win. We'll predict like that. You ever see when a dog knocks a ball into a playoff team? You ever see that shit? Like, a...
0: you ever gamble on puppy
1: bowl? Uh, puppy bowl is like the only thing I watch. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. You, you lay money down on
1: that. Uh, I play my own game where we get enough puppies uh, from the pound to represent the dogs on the screen and little by little we kill a dog as the other team scores and that's how I figure out who wins and at the end I'm left with one dog and that's the puppy bowl at my house you know Michael Vick style <laughs> that's what we did <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> too soon it's too soon it's too Dude. soon to jump and by the way no animals were hurt in the making of this podcast or There's at any other telling
0: time telling of that terrible story
1: yeah, no, that that was a joke. And uh, right. yeah, not true. Not true. I'm looking forward to the I, Puppy Bowl. We, uh, you know, we always watch the Puppy Bowl.
0: I never in my life have watched the fucking Puppy Bowl. No. And I never would. It's disgusting.
1: You're probably going to do it this year. You're no, probably going to no. tune in. Yeah.
0: I'm going to watch a bunch of dogs, run, puppies running around and they shitting on Sometimes the
1: field. they shit on the field. <laughs> Sometimes they piss on the field and and they'll throw a flag down, and they're fucking smart because then it becomes an advertisement. This is brought to you by Nature's Miracle. Your has your dog shit all over the floor? Try this. Yeah, they know exactly what they're doing with these ads, and the refs are just you know they are they're they're kind of like WWE refs. They're like getting involved, creating drama. You know they're not actually right. They're they're making bad calls, just like the NFL. Really, this is what they're doing.
0: What does the puppies win? Do they win their freedom?
1: Um, yeah, no, th- yeah, they win um, uh, to avoid uh, shipment to a place where they'll be experimented on. Exactly. Yeah, they're, there's they're a just lot at be stake. Recognized afterwards. Yeah, they they show them like horrible footage of where they're going if they lose. Right. And that's the way they get the best possible performance out of these terrified puppies.
0: It's like, it's like when a player is playing on a contract year, basically. Yeah. And it's it a, has... They got to...
1: Right, right. They got the know, extra they, motivation, right?
0: Right. You know, I got to get paid next year. I got to make sure I'm not made into Chinese food next week. You know, I got to... Right. You know, they uh, I don't want to be stuffed.
1: It has totally evolved, though, too, because it used to be that the kittens in the puppy bowl were the cheerleaders. And now they're like, uh, we don't really do that anymore. Our cheerleaders That's are good. not... So like they do something else with the kittens. Uh, There's kittens still there, but they're also, yeah, they're they're also athletes. They're not like just there as.
0: No, you can't just stereotype kittens that they're cheerleaders.
1: Right, right. What
0: the hell's wrong with you? Is this 2023,
1: Dan? Exactly. So they
0: could be they could be long snappers. They they can be field goal kickers. Uh, they, they can be lots of things. Yes can't be a quarterback, but
1: they can be lots of things. One, one of these days, you're going to get, get one. They just don't have you're gonna it upstairs. Get... Before the Colin best. Kaepernick comes back in the league, you will see a kitten as a quarterback. They that just don't happen. have
0: it upstairs. It won't happen.
1: You know, I, this is slander. <laughs> this is cat slander. We're talking about cats, right? We are. Okay. Cat slander, definitely. All right. Well, you know, I am looking forward to the Puppy Bowl. Um... Who will you be rooting for in that other bowl game?
0: (sighs) The one whose bowl name may not be spoken or whatever. Yeah. Um, The one that, that you know, I know
1: your Vikings did not make.
0: I think Kansas City is going to win again.
1: Okay. You think they're going to win, but do you want them to win? Yes. Yeah. I mean, do you want. Nobody wants to see Philadelphia win besides Philadelphia, right? I
0: definitely don't want to see Philadelphia win. No. There is nobody else on the planet other than people in Philadelphia that want this team to win.
1: Right, like even the Giants, everybody hates New York outside of New York. They, I think the nation would rather see New York win than Philadelphia. Right? Am I wrong about that?
0: No, uh, you're not wrong. I, I, I Philadelphia I, is more universally hated than New York.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I believe me, I hate New York and Philadelphia. Name I hate them both.
0: Movies. Name five movies that were filmed in Philadelphia, so
1: Philadelphia
0: except philadelphia no five philadelphia ahead.
1: Uh, two m night champ three m night champ four m night chamberlain movies
0: <laughs> you gotta name them though okay
1: all right science now it was like bucks, bucks county it was it's it was down, nearby it's it was close
0: lancaster
1: was it lancaster no they weren't amish was, uh,
0: they were still out there
1: yeah um the other one wa- with the uh plants that take over the world but it wasn't pollen. Philadelphia either that was in philadelphia
0: no, there was like more boonies of Pennsylvania.
1: Alright, how about War of the Worlds? No, wait, that was Boston.
0: Yes, and that wasn't M. Night Shyamalan.
1: Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Was that it? No. That was Washington. A Philadelphia story with Jimmy Stewart. It's an old movie. And Jane and uh Catherine Hepburn. Philadelphia story? I think right, that's a thing. Did you. I make that I movie up? <laughs> I right. don't know. I think it Uh there was see, a couple pornos about Ben Franklin's sucks. life. A couple. That's
0: how bad Philadelphia sucks. The you pornos that Ben Franklin made. Five movies. You're forgetting them that were filmed there. <laughs> ben Franklin and Betsy Ross's pornos. Yes,
1: exactly. Uh,
0: but they they don't they don't count. Um. What other movies? Uh, yeah. How monkeys. the Liberty
1: Bell got its crack? Did you ever see that? Well,
0: no. Twelve monkeys was in.
1: Twelve monkeys. That's a good one. That is a good yeah. one. Yeah. That's, trading Places. That's my favorite. 12 – oh, Trading Places. That's Philly? That's
0: mine. Yeah, Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I got to go with the Trading Places.
1: All right. Guess what Absolutely. though? Here's what I'm going to say good about Philadelphia. One of the best comedy skits uh, – sitcoms, not sitcoms, whatever you want to call it. Is it a sitcom? Always Sunny. Always Sunny. Yeah. Always Sunny is good. You know what? I always liked it despite Philadelphia though. You know, like that's the worst thing about it is Philadelphia. <laughs> like if you moved it to any other city – Chicago, Boston, New York, it would be better. Yeah. So it's not like it's good it. because of Philadelphia. I know they like to say that, like, yeah, this is a Philly thing. It's not. It's. I mean, I don't care what they say. It would have been better if it wasn't Philadelphia-related.
0: I can totally get behind that. Trading places would be – everything yeah. would be better if it wasn't in yeah. Philadelphia.
1: Even M. Night Shyamalan. These
0: things are good despite Philadelphia. Yeah.
1: You have to get over so being that Philadelphia. That
0: is why – I want Kansas City to win this game.
1: Now, this is not fair. Have you been to Kansas City? Is it I've that fucking great? City. I've driven through it too. I'm not and impressed. It
0: smelled like Elizabeth and looked like. How's she
1: doing, by the way?
0: <laughs> <Dude>. Um, <laughs> and and it, it was not nice at all.
1: No, just like Elizabeth. But it
0: wasn't Philadelphia.
1: No, there's a lot of shit cities out there. Towns, Yeah. When the cities are like a town. Did you
0: actually, like, have you, like, did you visit Kansas City?
1: What, did I, like, go and see all the sites? No. Yeah.
0: Okay. No. Like, you were never a tourist in Kansas City?
1: No, I just drove through.
0: Okay. So, we really can't judge Kansas City fairly.
1: And honestly, I get a little confused about Kansas City, Missouri versus Kansas City, Kansas. Kansas City, Kansas is, like, a little smaller and it's attached to it. But and it's no like, are really they considered the same city? One. Does it? I don't know. Are they talking about the same city?
0: Are they uh, next to each other?
1: Yeah, it's like the same city almost on the map.
0: So it's the same city that goes through two states.
1: Yeah, like it's oh, it's so cool. It, has, it needs two states, but right. not really though. It's it's like uh, eh, it's like it looks like a lesser St. So, Louis, and St. Louis so, sucks. So
0: Kansas City, St. <laughs> Missouri is the Kansas City that everyone knows.
1: I believe it's the bigger of the the Kansas Kansas Cities. I might be totally ignorant. I was going to try to get west of Kansas City. I was not – look, that was not my final destination. I was just passing through.
0: Right. Okay, so we can – neither of us can really give Kansas City its due. We can't really judge it.
1: I don't Um, mind throwing aspersions because we live in New Jersey. That's everybody's favorite pastime is to talk about how bad it sucks. They don't even know it.
0: Because that would help Philadelphia, so I'm not doing that. So I'm staying with Kansas City. Uh, it's a city I want to visit. I can't wait to go there. Looks fantastic. I'm sure. I don't know it's need wonderful. to lie like
1: that. I'll, here's what I will say: <laughs> the people in Kansas City are way better than the people of Philadelphia. That's the fucking problem with Philadelphia. It's yeah, it's kind of like a meh, boring city, a lot of old shit that nobody really cares about. And but that's not even the problem. The problem is the people who live there. And I will take a Kansas Cityan over a Philadelphian at any time.
0: How did we forget every Rocky movie?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even the one that was in Russia was at least in part in Philly.
0: How did that happen?
1: Because, you know, that kind of sucks too. And that's the other thing. that They put a fucking statue of a movie on their fucking, like, oh, important God. museum steps. Like, that was a movie. That, that's the best thing that ever happened to you? You put that in such a prominent place?
0: can't was, really get behind you
1: on this one. Yeah, you like it? You dig in yeah. that statue?
0: I, I do. I do.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm like, that's a, that's a. Who it, it was a good B-movie that, you know, became like a cult classic and then became this shitty franchise. I'm not a Rocky <laughs> we've, fan. We've
0: already discussed this. Yeah. Um, Who do the Devils have next?
1: Devils are going to be playing Thursday versus the Kraken. They get another crack at the Kraken after losing to them. They are now hosting the Kraken uh, at 7 p.m. Thursday at Continental. No, just kidding. At uh, The Rock. Prudentials.
0: The Rock. All right. So So that's pretty exciting. I think we're going to wrap this thing up. Yeah. and we will try and figure out if we did this right and if we were able to even get a podcast up that sounds somewhat Yeah, it's going to be uh, um, news to us. So just bear with us. We're still working out the kinks. Yeah. You know. yeah. Thank you to both of you. Yeah, we're sure. creating
1: technology. New, new technology has never existed. So <laughs> you have to be patient with us. It's a brand-new platform. Uh, you know, I'm not a programmer. I just do it a little bit on, on the side, and uh, that's what the problem is. Well, yeah, when it comes out, it's going to be great. Everyone's going to benefit. It's going to be world-changing. All right, very good. Uh, So next we'll meet maybe right before or after that Kraken game. It's got to be one or the other. And uh, we'll do a recap of that one and uh, see where we're headed from there. Just real quick, scale of 1 to 10, we didn't get much into it. What did you think of the All-Star game?
0: Oh, shit. We didn't talk
1: about it. No. We, you know what? We could do a bigger, expansive thing. Let this be a teaser. We'll talk about the All-Star game next time because I, I did want to talk about that. But did, on a scale of 1 to 10, just give us a preview. What do you think of it?
0: Okay, just the game itself.
1: No, let's take the no whole experience, about. the both nights, the whole thing. Five and a half. Wow. Okay. I was going to give it like a six or seven. So neither of us were very pleased, and we'll talk about why. Uh, and you know maybe maybe the relevancy of this game anymore or where it should go if it's going to stay I don't know but yeah let's let's talk about that next time and uh, yeah we'll go that way
0: we'll see you when we see you
1: all right puckers out.